Welcome. This is my truth as a platform for honest, open conversations. The stories I share or that others share are often not spoken about or discussed, but once told, I believe they have the ability to shine a light on another perspective or a much needed conversation. These stories may make us laugh, some may make us cry, but together we will learn from one another and begin to heal. Because walls need to be torn down, masks need to come off, stories need to be heard in order for our truths to be told. This is my truth. Will you tell me yours? I felt, I don't know that I've ever felt so alive for like an entire week after, after that day. I was on such a high. And I think there's just something so powerful in sharing that with other people. Hello, hello, podcast world. Welcome back to This Is My Truth. I am your host, Jesse Sherleff. And before we jump into my conversation with Danny, who is one of my favorite people in the entire universe, I wanted to explain the reviews you just heard. So I am really excited because after talking with several women who have um, learned the technique that I use in order to write out my moments, I have decided to launch a workshop series. It's going to start on Friday, July 10th, and we are going to be creating a space where you will learn the techniques that I use to write out my moments and then um, share those moments within the, the group. And we will be creating a safe space, but the women who have gone through these uh, mini versions of the workshops that I've done in the past have had just such amazing, amazing experiences. And so I want to share that with a wider audience because it's something that I have been doing myself as part of my own healing, my own journaling, my own writing therapy. And I never realized the impact that it could have on others. But um, based on encouragement from some other women um, who have leveraged this technique that I've been able to teach, um, I think that it is an amazing opportunity to um, expand and allow other people to learn and grow just like these other women have. And so if you are someone who, you know, often feels pressure to please everyone around you, if you um, are someone who, you know, feels like you can't say what you truly feel in the moment. If you are someone who frankly just has these moments, these memories of um, things that, you know, memories that keep coming back to you time and time again, and they could be small memories, it could be big memories, but it's just a moment in time that that constantly comes back to you, then this is the workshop series for you because we will be creating a space where you can learn how to actually write those moments out. And in doing so, 
you will find empowerment, you will find freedom. And so we will be creating a space every Friday over starting on Friday, July 10th for six weeks, where we will be intentionally carving out time to spend time writing out your moments. And so I'm really excited to be able to offer this. If you are interested in learning more, please check out my website at www.jessysherloff.com slash workshops. Everything is on um, the website and you can fill out the form for more information. Um, so really excited for that. I also am thrilled to be able to offer this bonus conversation that I had with a very, very dear friend, Danny. And I'm so excited for you to hear this conversation generally, but I'm even more excited that I am releasing it during Pride Weekend. And I think for so many of us, we live in a world where it's hard to always be authentically yourself and be true to yourself. And I have known Danny for many, many years, and I have seen her go through her own transformation. And, you know, the story that she will share will touch you on so many different levels as a parent, as a woman, as someone who, you know, fought to be true to herself and, um, really asked herself some hard questions and is now truly living um, in a way that is authentically her. And it's just been amazing to be alongside that journey, to be able to call her both a friend and see her in this, this light because she is shining light on so many things and so many people and her story will impact so many. So I am thrilled to be able to share this conversation for those, um, celebrating pride weekend. I am just so excited though, slightly sad because I have been able to walk in several pride parades here in Chicago in the past. And I know it's a different type of pride weekend this weekend, but that doesn't make it any less special. And so, um, this episode is for all of you. I hope you enjoy. Hi, Danny. I'm so, hey, Jess. <laughs> I am so excited to have this conversation with you. And for some context, we've known each other for, has it been almost 13 years? Very close. Yeah. Oh my gosh. A hot minute. <laughs> um, and you know this, that you're one of my favorite people. And so I am grateful for you to share a bit of your story today. So thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here and I'm super proud of everything that you're doing um, and seeing how far you've come. I just uh, just have to put that out there that this is, I think, really impactful to a lot of people. And I'm excited that I get to be one of those people that can share my story. Well, thank you. So with that, what is the story you'd like to share today? <laughs> yeah, so my story is all about being yourself. Um, I've realized over the years that life is just too short to not be yourself. 
And to give you a little bit of context here, um, I would say that I was always told to be myself <laughs> growing up, as long as it was what my parents were looking for, as long as it was in line with their beliefs. Um, so my dad was a pastor. I grew up in a very conservative house. And that meant that my parents were often more worried about what people would think of them um, if their kids were, you know, even going to see a certain movie or listening to certain music. Um, so let alone <laughs> um, me growing up being this tomboy, super into sports, uh, you know, kid, my mom didn't quite know what to do with that. And so it was, um, you know, be yourself uh, as long as it's what they wanted me to be. So it was a struggle. I had to kind of conform and I was really good at it. I was good at hiding who I really was, good at pretending to to be what they wanted and to really play the game. Um, and it, it took me a long time to be comfortable with being myself. It's been, it was, let's see, 30 plus years <laughs> where I was pretending to be somebody else. And I'll tell you like that is exhausting it weighs on you. Um, and it was, it wasn't until I became a mom, actually, that I was like, you know, if I want my daughter to feel like she can be herself, to feel like she can be whoever she wants to be, do whatever she wants to do, she's got to have that role model. And so that's really was the, that was really the, the turning point in when I was like, okay, you know, as a mom, I want my daughter to be who she is. And so I had to come to terms with that, with what that meant for me at 30 years old <laughs> and married to a man um, with an amazing daughter and realizing I wasn't happy. And it was hard and it was, it was the hardest time of my life um, by far. I spent many months in, you know, just sleepless nights um, fighting with myself of, what is, if, you know, if I, if I come out and say, okay, I'm gay, like my marriage, what does that mean? Like my marriage was a sham. I have this daughter, like it had so many ripple effects. Right. And so I just, I feel like for many years, I just wasn't strong enough to get to that point. And then finally it hit me like, I don't know, kids do things. They bring perspective to your life. Right. And that was the perspective that, that she brought. And, um, it, and it just meant it, it like that moment in time changed everything for me. And the past six years of my life at this point have been the happiest years of my life. <laughs> and I try not to look back with regrets. That's another big thing for me is I feel that in life, everything happens for a reason. And it's easy to get caught up in, you know, what could have been or what if I had just done this, all those what ifs. Um, but really, I think that, that the journey of life is so meaningful and there's so many things you can take away from it if you can step back and look at that. And that's kind of the way that I've been approaching my life at this point. Uh, it's, it's been a work in progress. It's not always easy. Uh, it turns out that it's, it can be really hard to be your true authentic self. Um, and there's a lot that's thrown around, around uh, that, you know, even in, you know, the tech company environment that we work in, it's always, you know, bring your full authentic self to work. Um, and, and that's something that even the best of us, it, it's a work in progress. Um, 
so in terms of, I guess, should I go back to my story <laughs> of how this all came? Okay. So, um, so I cut in terms of playing in play, playing this whole game of life here. Um, I, you know, I dated guys in high school. I had this like feeling inside of me of like, why does this never feel right? Why do I feel like, you know, I, that something is different about me, I guess. Um, and I was having to think about that at the same time my parents are saying things like God doesn't make people gay it's a choice it's a lifestyle that's the sort of um the sort of beliefs that were being very <laughs> uh, very much told to me um and I don't think that they knew it's just they were very vocal about what they thought um because for them I think at, at any rate uh, it's easier to be in denial sometimes <laughs> than to really face the truth. Um, and so, you know, I, I really was, you know, uh, a huge tomboy. When you look back at pictures of me when I was 12, 14, it was so obvious, you know, baggy shorts, t-shirts, baseball hats, like, come on. Like, it was, um, you know, it was me. And even to this day, like, that's how I'm most comfortable. Uh, but it wasn't until college that I really was able to get away, create a little bit of space, and figure out a little bit of who I really was. And so even though I still, at that point, wasn't strong enough to be me, I realized so much about myself in that time. And one of them was that I might be gay. And so, you know, I, I still married a man because like I said, that was what my parents expected of me. Um, and I was super young. I was only 23, just starting out in my career, just graduating college. Um, and I, you know, I, I wasn't bold enough to be myself in front of anybody else except myself sometimes. And I got married. I cried through the whole wedding. Um, most people cry because, oh my gosh, it's the most emotional day of their lives. And for me, it was the saddest day of my life. I really felt like, wow, I just, I have given away myself. I've given up hope on being who I am and being able to be okay with that. And it felt more like a death sentence than anything. Um, and so it was a really, that was also another really hard time. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll pause there. Um, well, so I want to just go back real, real quick to you saying, you know, the last six years have been the happiest. I remember when you and I had a conversation yeah. and you let me know that you were gay. And I, I don't remember exactly yeah. what I said, but I know that it was something along the lines of like, you were so happy. Like you just, and even now, like in the six years since, right? Like you just glow all the time. And I can only imagine what that feeling must be like to be, I don't want to necessarily use this term free, but like free to be you. Um, so thank you for sharing. Yeah, I am like, I, I'm so happy. And every day I'm just so grateful to be able to spend my life, um, you know, being me. And it, what I learned through that time too, was just like, I didn't realize how much this process would impact every aspect of my life. Right. I was thinking, oh, you know, I'll be able to have a relationship with a woman and be able to be open about that. But it was like, wow, like this impacted, um, 
you know, it impacted friendships, some good for the good, some, you know, you lose friends along the way who aren't meant to be in your life. Um, more than that, it was because I was so happy, because I was being me, I was able to do better at work. I was able to impact others, I think, as well, in a way that I, I wasn't before. And I had been just going through life kind of like coasting and really wasn't in a good place. But I didn't realize how miserable I was until I got to that other side. And it was just so freeing, like this weight had been lifted off of me. And I have just been like, there's no stopping me now. <laughs> there is no stopping you. And I, yeah. you know, so much of what you said resonated in terms of, you know, when you had your daughter and how they are mirrors. I always say that for my experience, right? And we've talked about this, that mm-hmm. when I had Lucy, it was like, I had that choice, right? It was more when I had Quinn and I had realized that I didn't, I was not letting myself be the model that I wanted for them. And I think it is for me, it was so hard to admit to myself that I was unhappy and then to like admit that to Greg and, you know, now a year and a half later, like we're still on this, I'm still on this journey figuring out (laughs) what does that look like for me? But it is, it's like a weight that I never knew I even had. Um, I was lifted. It was such a gift. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is such a gift. And that's why, you know, I, I love telling my story. I love hearing other people's stories because I think it just, it creates this safe space for people. And that's also why I really appreciate what you're doing here because I think that, you know, some people are closer to being able to, you know, take that weight and uh, toss it to the side and others it takes some time and hearing stories like this um, and the stories that you're, you're sharing uh, just really, um, even if it's not the exact same situation right, that people are in, I think that you can start to piece together the themes of like, wow, this really resonates with me. And I, I have kind of a, a vision of how maybe I can do this. And I have people who I can think of when I'm going through this process. A hundred percent. I'm in the process of reading Untamed right now, the Glennon Doyle book. I've heard about it. It's on my list. <laughs> um, I, like, it's funny. I like want to send it to every single person I know, like just like everybody, yeah. because I think that there's just so much that she talks about that is what you just shared, right? Like the society, societal beliefs, beliefs from parents, um, men and women sort of being put into this mold and all of us just sort of going through the motions. And it's not until you have that aha moment for yourself. And some people have it. Some people don't. Some people are, are too afraid to, to, to move, like have it, but are too afraid to move towards it. And all of those things are, you know, where everyone is, it is in their own process, but there's just so much. I mean, you know this about me. Like when I read things that I really like, I like underline and like highlight and write notes in the corners of the book. I'm like, I don't know, (laughs) not even halfway through. And it's just like totally marked up. Um, But I, I think that there's just so much truth to what you're sharing. And even if exactly what you said, even if it's not someone's exact same journey, um, what you're sharing is, can resonate on so many different levels with 
so many different people. So thank you. For sure. Um, and the one thing I'll add to is I mentioned early on about how I feel that things happen for a reason and why I'm not so upset about being in the past, like, wow, I, I, I could look at it as I wasted 30 years of my life, right? Um, but instead, I think it's all about perspective. And this whole process has really helped me look at things from a different perspective. I would say um, I used to consider myself a pessimist, for example, and now I consider myself maybe an optimistic realist. <laughs> um, but but uh, it, it really, I, because if, if I had not, you know, gone through, married, married my ex-husband, um, you know, had this amazing daughter, there's so much in my life that I feel like would be missing. And there's like of myself that I think I would not have realized. And so one of those things being like, for instance, I, the woman I've been married to for four years was my ex-husband's boss um, like 13 years ago, which is wild to think. So it's those sorts of things where, you know, he was amazing and he allowed me a safe space. And I think that's something, you know, finding that person in your life that can be that safe, safe space, right? Whether that's a spouse, a friend, a family member, uh, because I don't know if I would have been strong enough or had the ability to I, you can't do it on your own, right? I think, and that's another thing that I've learned. You really can't do it on your own, but it's stuff like like that where I, it makes me laugh every time I look back and I'm just like, wow, like I, <laughs> I wouldn't have had my wife without having married him and, and had to, like, it, it's just wild. Like life becomes so amazing. Like, there's just like this whole new perspective when you, when you can look at it that way. I love that. Um, and I think that is so true and hindsight is, is 2020 in a lot of ways yep. to, to use a very cliche um, <laughs> thing. Um, I'm curious if you were to stand in front of yourself on your wedding day to your husband or ex husband, mm -hmm. um, what would you tell yourself? Wow. Um, that even though it felt like the end of the world and what's funny is, um, the walk-in song that we played to the reception was it's the end of the world as we know it. And the reason I picked like, and to, and I feel fine. Like it felt like it was the biggest, uh, like I disappointed myself, right? Like I made a huge mistake. Um, but again, like, I think if I was taught telling myself at that time, um, I honestly wouldn't, do anything differently like I and I know that's crazy to say because I could be like wow like 13 years ago I could have been my full self and what would have happened from that I don't know <laughs> right but I still really feel that the reason that I'm able to be my full self and the person that I ha am and the person I became had to be forged through some of those tough times where I really had to be honest with myself where I really had to sit down and be like okay is this what I want is this what's best for me? Is this what's best now for my daughter to see a mom who's not happy, who isn't being affectionate with her significant other or spouse, um, doesn't really know what a, a loving relationship looks like in, in, in that, um, that sphere of love. And to me, that was something that I wanted her to see. I wanted her to, to know and be able to own that part of herself ultimately when she was older. So honestly, I would just tell myself like, there's a reason for all this happening. <laughs> Um, and you have to go through it and you'll learn so much. Um, 
even though it just felt so devastating at the time. Well, I think that is a perfect place to end. Um, thank you. I will say that when we met 13 years ago, I thought you were amazing and strong. And now seeing you over the last six years, there is nothing that is going to stop you. And <laughs> I'm excited to be along for that journey. Well, thank you so much again, Jess. And um, I would just say like to anybody who's listening, just be you um, and take it one day at a time uh, and just just be, be a little forgiving of yourself too. It's not, you're not gonna be perfect. And that imperfection is what makes you who you are and just celebrate that, be proud of that. Um, but again, thank you so much, Jess, for all that you're doing. Um, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. It's like a, someone on drugs, like, okay, I need to recreate this. <laughs> <laughs> we get the structure. I need to write more moments. 